0: going to try and keep this brief one of the things i forgot to raise when or after enoch had delivered the budget speech earlier this week to basically discuss, discuss the finances of south africa as a country i forgot to mention that it's vitally vitally important that each and every one of you every time at least at the very least every single time that the budget speech is being delivered to this country you then go back home and you have your own budget speech at home. What is your state of finances looking like? What does your home economy, your family economy look like? I've written a blueprint, a budgeting blueprint, and I post it every now and then on my social media platforms. The budget blueprint basically speaks about what percentage of your money should be going to shelter. Shelter is your rent, your bond, if you may be contributing at home because you stay in a room or in, in a commune somewhere. What percentage should be limited to that? And currently it's 30%. What percentage of your budget goes to transport and travel? So maybe you ride the train, maybe you ride a bus, um, maybe you use uh, meter taxis and Uber, maybe you have a car. And a car obviously comes with car insurance. It comes with every year you have to renew your license disc, uh, your driving license, car wash, maintenance and servicing, those kind of things. So that's very, very important. Twenty percent of that is normally for your transport travel costs. Then there's food, which is about fifteen percent. That includes takeaways and your groceries and the like. Then there's obviously connectivity, data, your 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 cell phone, your Wi-Fi, your internet, etc., um, etc. Et then there's medical expenses. But essentially, my point is you need to look at your own budget. It's nice to hear that South Africa's budget is now sitting at five trillion rand, and our national interest on this budget is over 300 billion rand you hear that and it doesn't really mean anything to you our debt to gdp is over 80 percent. what does that really mean to you what you need to look at is of course a lot of us are not financially literate and that's where people like myself come in and in the past and maybe even still now and moving forward i've tried very hard to be a financial coach and consultant to a lot of people I've sat with people and we've gone through their bank statements and I've given them advice on where to tweak and touch and and tuck in and and see how they can structure their budgeting better. A lot of us don't have the financial literacy. You're meant to have an income statement with your income and your expenses that you break down and we can see how much money you're making. Do you only have one income line, which is your salary? Can we add more? Can we add rental income? Can we add uh, dividends from shares? Can we add something else? then what do your expenses look like and where in your expenses are you being wasteful so we can fix some of those things as well and then after your income and expenses then we look at what's called the balance sheet which is your assets and liabilities assets are the things you have that generate money for you liabilities are the things you have that take money from you your liabilities is your debt assets is something like a job but most people don't put it on the asset column what you look at is things like vehicles do you have property do you have shares then your liabilities is your long-term debt, your car loan, your home loan, any personal loans, etc. What interest are you actually paying on those things? Is it good interest? Is it bad interest? Can you go and renegotiate that with your banker and sit and say, Look, I think my credit profile looks good. I don't understand why I'm paying 17%. I think I should be paying closer to 12%. And have that conversation and see how it affects your instalments. Then you go after looking at this home budget and you look at your income statements and you look at your balance sheet and then you sit with your family members your children your partner and you say listen this is how much i'm earning this is how much your mom or your dad is earning you as the kids can you guys contribute in the home either through various chores for the neighbors and earn an income can you make some money online can you sell some artworks or can you save us some money as kids do you guys need to be wearing air forces do you need to be wearing jordans do you really really need to get new clothes every month Do you need to be eating junk and throwing it away? Or can we even tweak the food budget so that we can save on that and use some of that money for you guys, the kids, to invest for you? Let's start a little business for you so you can sell to your friends and make cash for yourselves. And let's teach you how the family operates. Do you guys have skills in this home as the children or your partner? Your partner might be sitting at home unemployed. Meanwhile, they have two arms, they have two legs. They have a brain to think they should be doing something productive to stimulate the home economy we're not having these conversations and they vitally vitally important for me part of what I've, re- I've requested is that people call me to their homes to sit with their families even if you're frustrated by something like black tax pen you know my mom always asks me for 4,000 every month for 2,000 every month and I'm stressed because I'm under so much pressure with debt and I'm not earning enough I don't know how to say no can we have that conversation with my mom so that we can see something more sustainable Call me to your family and let's speak about do you really want this child to constantly be sending money home or can she send money so you guys can open a spaza shop at home and you guys can start selling at home so that the child is not constantly sending you consumption money like your social grant beneficiaries that's not sustainable when will your child in Joburg build an asset base so that you guys can actually thrive as a family on top of that because that's short term What is your long-term strategy? What is the family's 5-year, 10-year, 20-year, 50-year plan economically? Are you looking to buy rental property? Are you looking to build a shopping center? Are you looking to buy land or acquire land and start a farm, a commercial farm? What is your skill set like in the home? Okay, mom was a teacher, dad was a doctor, uh, dad was a policeman, uh, whoever was a nurse. How can we upskill the family? Mom, that's a nurse. Mom, can we help you maybe upgrade to become a doctor? So take time off and study medicine. Dad is a police officer. How can you be promoted? Or is there a side hustle that you can come in to use your police officer's salary to invest in that? The kids, if your mom was a teacher, is it possible that you can become a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer? Why are we trying to do that? Why are you studying architecture or property? Because we've got a 50-year plan as a family to build shopping centers. We want to buy a fuel station and own a couple of them for the family. We want to build something sustainable and we want the children in this family and future generations to have a trust fund that funds their education, funds their businesses, and allows them to contribute later in the family so that they come back and they work for the family and they build for the family. These are very, very important conversations we need to be having. I understand that we're, all, we're not all financially literate. literate. I understand we're not all sensitive we can't all speak i understand that money is such a sensitive sensitive topic especially with debt and struggling that's why you call me because i come in as, a, as an um, unattached non-executive impartial objective outsider to come in and say guys let's let's look at the numbers economy and money is literally numbers let's look at the numbers and see what's happening why, why do you guys have got why do you guys have five different dstv subscriptions when you all live within the same area. Can can some of you not maybe because I see you've got Wi-Fi. Maybe see if you can get the logins from that person. Contribute a bit to their subscription and then share that. Why you all have different insurance products. Can you not have one insurance product because it's going to cut it down. Why is mom not taking insurance for you on your car. Dad why are you constantly asking for money and you're buying booze. When you can actually buy a spade when you can buy a fork and go into your garden and plant something and, and at least be like, look, send me less money this month. At least now I'm growing my own vegetables. So you don't have to worry about that. Dad, have you considered going to look at the secondhand shop so that I don't have this Edgar's account that you're constantly swiping at because you want to look good to your mates? Oh, my child is a doctor. Look at my new pair of shoes. That's embarrassing. It's unsustainable and it's you mimicking the South African government and its failures. Your children should not be uh, a state that is providing grants to you as their children if your children are contributing back home they should be investing because mom and dad dad was a gardener mom was a maid a domestic worker the child is now a teacher the teacher needs to be going home and saying the little money i'm giving you so that dad as a gardener can start his gardening service so that mom as a domestic worker can maybe start supplying other domestic workers with aprons maybe she can add something to domestic work and sell second-hand clothes and rebuild ourselves If you're sending money home, it should be for other kids to study and further themselves and contribute to the home economy. But we're so broken. And obviously, we've defined success as how far away from my family can I get? If you're from Ematate and in Yucassehela, miniature success is moving to a drop-in in in town. A bit more success is maybe moving to Durban or Joburg. Yo, I've moved far away from Ematate I'm now in Joburg or I'm now in Cape Town. I'm successful. Super-duper success to yam is I'm from Emma in Newcastle, but now I live in New York Now I live in Hong Kong, I'm so successful I'm so far away from my family The families that thrive, the Jews, the Indians, the Afrikaners And those people are very much about I'm going out there, not to be far away from you To acquire knowledge and skills and resources we do not have So I can bring them back home So that we can build at home And if we're not building at home Once I find an oasis, a better life that side I will come and fetch you, Harriet Tubman. I will fetch you from Emma Dattin and bring you to New York so that we can all live together. Dad, you will drive cabs. Mom, you will work at McDonald's. But we're building something here because we have a 10-year, 20-year, 50-year plan together. Fundamentally important every time you listen to the budget speech. Your families should be having a home family uh, budget speech, discussion around money and those things at least once a month, at least once a quarter. If not possible, every week via Zoom, via WhatsApp video, chat. How's the money looking up? It's numbers. You guys are scared of numbers because you've attached so much emotions to money because money has been linked to poverty. Poverty, if anything, is a state of mind. It's your inability to solve problems. It is not money. Again, I want to highlight our forefathers, our ancestors, did not have formal schooling. They did not have matric. They did not have a diploma. They did not have a degree. They didn't have nice work experience at a big company. They had 100% unemployment, which means they didn't work for anyone else but themselves. And they were not poor because they were not poor of mind. They could solve their own problems. Let's wake up. Hope you're having a great Saturday. Hope you'll have a great weekend. Cheers.